Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Love Talk Radio. Love Talk Radio. Good evening, everybody. It's the great Edward Dyke here, along with the even greater Jim Schmiedeberg, doing what we call the Blue Shirt Underground Radio Rag. That noise in the background is not uh, the scraping of uh, toxic materials, but my friend, the great Jim Schmiedeberg, who is will be co-hosting tonight. Tonight, which marks the uh, the date of January 23rd. It's a Thursday. It's a free game, free game show. And I'm here with Jim. Jim, how are you doing today? And uh, and uh, how are you? Uh, good evening. Good evening, everybody. Thank you all for being here, joining us early. Almost a matinee performance. Now, you, if you've noticed, I'm doing well. Now, if you notice that Jim is uh, is not on his normal uh, laptop, his uh, crap top, is speaking to you in tech, full technical tonight. He is. Uh, where are you? Actually, he's calling for a phone, right? <clears throat> well, uh, I'm I'm in the truck on my way home from work. This is literally drive time radio. Uh, currently at the intersection of Scottsdale Road and McKellips, making my way home to Mesa now, in your Face, Arizona, as you call it. Mesa in your Face, indeed. Uh, Mesa in your Face, Arizona. I thought perhaps you were driving Michael Delzado to the airport. Uh, now Del that he's been Delzado, to go, you gotta. 
you scattered the casino. Yes. No. Not so. No. Not driving Michael Dell's auto. I was going to say that uh, the not so great Michael Delzato has been traded, and I'm sure most of you guys have heard to the Nashville Predators for the fish called Wanda, the big chill. What else are you calling him, Jim? Uh, Dave, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> January Man, <laughs> the January Man, Kevin Klein, Kevin Klein, a older defenseman. I mean, not over the hill. Was he around thirty-ish? Rangers giving up well, some age. He's got to be in his 50s by now. A big show. That was in the early 80s. That's true. Well, Kevin Klein is certainly a little bit older. Rangers gave up a little bit uh, in age, but probably gained a lot in less goals against. When it comes down to it, because MDZ, uh, whether you uh, you know were advocating him, it just didn't seem to have the headiness or the uh, fortitude, defensive fortitude that Coach Elaine Vigneault was looking for, and he just didn't get it. And we had talked about it on the show. It looked like he was regressing as a Ranger. So I thought some of the proposals that – not the proposals, but a lot of the the hopes and returns for Delzada to Nashville by Ranger fans were a little absurd. A lot of Ranger fans looking for the Rangers to get – Ryan Ellis back in the deal, or or the uh, Philip Forsberg, one of their prospects, or Colin Wilson. Michael Delzato was a healthy scratch, you know, a couple weeks ago. He's not going to uh, he's not going to bring back that kind of return. And Kevin Klein may be just what the doctor ordered, Jim. Well, I think um, I think it was pretty obvious. Uh, it might have been the first week of the season. I think we talked about it on the show where uh, Elaine Vigno said something to the effect of, I've been told he's a good puck-moving defenseman. I haven't Uh-oh. seen it yet. So I think we're talking about, you know, Vigno didn't have a whole lot of confidence in him the beginning of the season. And as the season wore on, wears on, his confidence in Delzato was getting less and less. And it just uh, it just wasn't going to happen. I mean, not only did we see Michael Delzato regress as a Ranger, but he was regressing under the guy that we thought would be the one he'd make progress under. So uh, the the end the bitter end had come. And uh, hey, look, I, I wish him all the best. At least he's not in a place where he's going to haunt us a lot. If you know if he is to become the player that, that we thought he might be, but uh, now. We're happy to have Kevin Klein. He gets to play defense for the Rangers and see Phoebe Cates naked every day. Talk about winning. Yeah, exactly. And Avigno is familiar with his play. Uh, Klein said it. You know, he's been on record as saying he knows the type of game I play. And uh, it's familiar with him. He's seen Klein play over the years. So uh, I think you'll probably see Girardi do a little bit better. With uh, Nashville, uh, Barry Trotz, you know, plays a real close to the vest tight defensive game usually, uh, which is I think would plays actually more to MDZ's uh, I can't say strength, but to his weakness, which you know I think under a uh, a 
defense where you are playing a zone defense and everybody's kind of knows their role and is kind of uh, not have to use as much of their hockey sense. Uh, not that that doesn't take a lot of hockey sense, but with the read and identify defense that AV uh, put in place, I think it even made Delzato more of a liability as a player and a defenseman. Uh, because, see, frankly, he just hasn't shown the maturity in, in the noggin, at least from my point of view, uh, that he needs to play. And, and that's why he wound up benched and he wound up on the third pairing. And, uh, you know, and he, he just looked lost. I mean, I, I mean, I, out there, you know, I hate to hog all your truck time. I mean, I know that you like to speak while you're on the truck, but I, I just want to say right now, it seems like the guy, the guy just is in his own zone. He's either falling down, he's, he's out of position. It just wasn't happening here. So, you know, listen, I have no, I'm not carrying any grudges. Good luck in Nashville. Have a great hockey career. But uh, now Kevin Klein's here. He's wearing the sweater, and I'm all about the, uh, I'm all about the fish pole wandering out. Yeah, and you know, Jim, we had said it a couple of times last last year, and probably the year before it. I mean, we saw Delzato make mistakes that that you can't even chalk up to. You know, uh, that's a rookie mistake or a second year guy mistake. I mean, he did things that would be considered idiotic in peewee hockey. Uh, so, and it was just, I don't know, I don't know if it's a, if it's a head thing or like, you know, like you said, if the hockey IQ just, just isn't going to be there, I don't know, but I, I don't wish him, I don't wish him any ill will, but best of luck to him as long as it's not in the Stanley Cup Finals against the Rangers. And I think the big advantage here is, you know, now the spotlight's on John Moore a little bit because everybody seems to think that the problem with his game was having to play on the right side. And now with the addition of uh, of the big chill, he gets to move back to the left where he's, you know, his natural side. So we better start seeing some results out of Johnny Moore or else, uh, well, or else. Well, apparently I, I, I think he liked John Moore better in the end. I mean, they're basically at this point the same player. I mean, I John Moore is another guy we really thought would benefit under the uh, – the AV system as well, and he struggled. I mean, he's certainly not been the guy we thought he was going to be from last year. So the Rangers have got a lot of questions. This now opens up the thing for Dan Girardi, whether he's his future. I love how now I'm starting to hear, Jim, all these things we've been talking about for the last month, whether Girardi and even we brought up Callahan about two or three weeks ago. It's starting to reach the, the other, uh, the other uh, media outlets the, I guess, above-ground media outlets, if this is a possibility. And, you know, a lot of Ranger fans, last night I went to an event in Staten Island uh, where I got to meet, uh, meet uh, Matt Zuccarello and Derek Broussard, and a lot of Ranger fans were there. And, uh, you know, a lot of them don't think it's that preposterous. I mean, uh, it's funny, if you bring it up in some circles, are you wrestling a bear? What's going on over there? No, I'm just driving. Is it, why is it loud? It sounds like a wow, 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 wow. Uh, anyway, don't worry. I got, all my, don't I got all my windows closed. It's pretty quiet hmm. in the truck. Hmm, I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's on my end. But anyway, uh, so but the, the Ranger fan in the know uh, does uh, 
they love these guys. We love them. We don't have to prep saying that. But, you know, they're getting older, and uh, they're going to want some money. They wanna, they're going to want some fish bagels. So we've got to make the hard decisions. That's why we're here. So, anyway. And, well, uh, and the, the trade for Kevin Klein, money, money was a consideration. They've, they've got a guy who's, who's you know, from, from I guess everything we've read the last two days, I mean, I don't profess to know a whole lot about him, but uh, other than, you know, I've seen the word serviceable used quite a few times, but it is a guy that's that's locked up for five years at, at $2.9 million, and, and I, you know, I guess that's a, that's a number they'll, they'll live with for a sixth defenseman. But, sure. uh, so, so there was a financial, you know, there was some financial considerations in the deal as well. MDC is going to be a, uh, is going to be a, a free, a restricted agent. <laughs> and, uh, you know, so rather than let him go for nothing, they got a guy back who they think they can, they can work with for a few years. And, and I hope it works out. He's got some toughness. He's, he can throw the gloves. Your type of guy. Well, he fights when he has to. He's a, he beat up Derek Dorsett, I think, earlier this year, which isn't saying much. I mean, Double D doesn't win too many fights. He, what courage. <laughs> what courage. But I think it was probably Double D that started the whole thing. I mean, let's face it, Dorsett likes to go. And the man obliged. You can't, uh, you can't knock him for that. Also, right. I, I, was learning, I, I, I kind of noticed this trend. And I, I couldn't think of the other name when I was thinking about it. Rangers who have either held out or gone to arbitration. Sean Avery. Where is he? Where's Sean Avery nowadays? Esquire Magazine. Dubinsky. Where is he? Dubinsky. Columbus. Uh, uh, who else? Uh, we got uh, who else went to arbitration? Oh yeah, Michael Delzato. <coughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Well, yeah, Get out of here. Well, but you know who else is on that list? Who's scaring me now? Because well, Derek Stepan is on that list. That's right. Now, I don't know. Did Zuccarello go to arbitration? Zach Budnick's in the chat room. Can you believe this? Wow. The Dolphins fast. The lanky redhead, Zach Budnick. <laughs> he says Zuccarello went to arbitration. Underground's favorite ginger. Yes. Uh, there's one more in there that has been is Gonzo, and I can't think of it at this point. But I will... No, that's a girl did not go. There's one more guy that's not with the Rangers that also. So, basically, I, I picked out five guys, and Stepan is the only one who hasn't been traded or thrown away. Wow. So, um, so maybe this is a trend. You know, listen, Sailor is not going to be messing with you. You know how it is with uh, with, with Mr. Magoo there. I mean, he, he, uh, he crossed him. You don't show a total allegiance. You get spanked in the end. Uh, So uh, once you get on, once you get on Grandpa's bad side, there's no getting back on it. No getting back. That's right. On the good side. So uh, 
you know, hopefully Steps gets together. A lot. There was a lot of talk yesterday about Stepan's play. Uh, you know, is he going to get it together? Is he going to? And I tried to tell people that, you know, last year, although he had a great season in that shortened season, I don't expect this guy to be a 30-goal scorer and, you know, get 50 assists. I think he's more of a, a 20, 25 guy with, uh, you know, 35, 40 assists. I think that's his high end. Well, the problem is is that he's, he's their first-line center, at least on the roster, on the depth chart. He's their first-line center. And don't you need more than 40, 50 points out of your first-line center? Uh, yeah, if you're, playing with, uh, if you're playing with Rick Nash and Chris Kreider, you certainly need to get more than that. Yeah. I mean, uh, these guys, uh, you know, now that Nash is hot, Nash is a guy you're going to be expecting 40 goals. A big chunk of that's got to come from Stepan. And Kreider is developing into a nice goal scorer. I mean, he... You know, he could top end at, uh, you know, at least why Stepan's here. It would be like a 25-30 guy. I mean, yeah, you're right. The problem with Derek Stepan, I think we all know it, is he's just very unselfish. And his hands aren't the greatest, but he needs he needs to score more. And he's got to be unselfish. He cannot keep passing the puck in lieu, uh, in lieu of a really good score. Well, he had uh, he had what was it the capital game? He had three points. He had a goal and two assists. Right. Yeah. So, but, well, I mean, you know, I think I think a little bit of that is uh, you know, as Nash goes, so so is going to go Derek Stepan. Mm-hmm. And now well, that now that Nash is and now that Nash is getting his game together. Hopefully that will that will steamroll for for Derek Stepan. I mean, Nash is sizzling right now. He's he's back. I'm officially declaring uh, Rick Nash back. He's back. I like that. I like he's the back. I mean, and now uh, we haven't even talked about this yet, but Rick Nash certainly is, is uh, playing at a high. Uh, the high level right now, and he's getting scoring opportunities, and he got two goals the other night, and that loss to the Islanders, which I heard that you really took rough. What went on with you with the Islanders game? Well, yeah, I, I just yeah, – I'm not a – you know, I, I hate – of course I hate the Islanders. I hate losing the Islanders. But what I really hate is blowing a two-goal lead and losing weight to the Islanders. That's what I really hate. And then when you compound that with, and I am not blaming the officials because uh, you will rarely hear me pin a, a team loss on the officials, but they were of, they were of no assistance in that game. So I was so I was sitting over at the the club I belong to, and I was sitting at the bar, and I was watching the game on the on Game Center, uh, and when the Islanders took the lead. I slammed my hand down on the bar. And my wife was sitting next to me. And she says, all right, calm down. It's time to go home. And I'm sitting there. I ain't going to the fucking Islanders. And yeah, I was, I was not happy. It was just a, there were a lot of elements that went into that. Well, I would rather have lost that game 6-1 to one than see them blow a two-goal lead and lose it late. And 
I mean, I think I think it was either I think it was either Stepan or Callahan got cross checked across the back when they had the grenade Talbot pulled. Speaking of that, I got a question for you. This was an observation that I made, but I wanted I figured I'd ask you. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Is it me or does it seem like under Vino that when the Rangers are down a goal that he pulls the goalie much earlier than other coaches we've seen? I'm not just comparing him to Tortorella. I'm just comparing. I mean, he seems to pull the goalie down a goal at about the minute and a half to minute 40 mark. He's done it a couple of times. Is that is that, oh, yeah. is that just something? Do, do, do you see that? With, uh, is it other coaches? Am I wrong? Or, or is that I haven't noticed that. I mean, I think Talbot went to the bench the other night against the Islanders with about a minute 40 left in the game. And it, and it kind of occurred to me that he does that. He, that seems to be his M.O., he likes that goalie out early, but you know, too, when you've got a team that's been as strong with the man advantage as the Rangers have. Exactly, that's that, where I was going with it. I guess that, that that might be the right thing to do. All right, I am pulling yeah. in the driveway, so I'm going to hold on. Let's see here. Okay. Yes. Sorry, truck off. So I had to switch the. I'll put on my phone, otherwise you're going to lose today. So anyway, well, I was that was gonna, just an observation that I made. Yeah, no, I think that's a, that's a great observation. I mean, you've got a team that's very dominant on the power. Rangers took stupid penalties in that game. Benoit Pouillot took two, two bad penalties, one in the offensive zone. I almost told Zuccarello and Broussard, hey, your, your boy Benny screwed that game up the other night. But then the Rangers took too many men on the ice at the end of the game. And they scored on the yeah. power play. Yeah, Rangers, didn't they you have know, seven men what? on the ice? <laughs> yeah, that's a joke. Well, that's, I don't even sit seven men on the ice, Sam. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, they, and they, first of all, they came out and they did not play well. They got two goals because they capitalized on Islander mistakes, and yes. I think they kind of had a false sense of security. We're up to nothing. We must be playing well. And they weren't. They were getting out for checked, which is the Rangers game. Rangers game is to for check. And I've said on this program before, if they don't come out and for check, they're going to lose. They're going to lose because that's their game. And they look like they didn't have any jump. And they didn't look like they didn't have any jump to three periods. It was just one period. They never got into it. And I'm sick and tired. I had to hear Sam. Oh, I, was at, I watched this game on both channels. When the Rangers were winning, I could tolerate Sam and his, his love of the Islanders and how every Islander is great and how they miss Lubomir Vishnovsky and how great Matt Martin is getting his first goal in 48 games and how great uh, Thomas Hickey is and this and that. You go to the Islander game. I switch over. They're like, Rangers are really, you know, capitalizing on us, on, on the Islanders, and the Islanders are. It was not even a love fest over there. But uh, over with us, our announcers are in love with every guy, and, and, and that Capuano, he looks like uh, Columbo over there, the way he dressed. He looks like a detective. He's not even dressed right. He looks like somebody bum rolled him before the game or something. He's all. Like he worked like a 50-hour shift or something. I don't know. I don't know what's going on over there. But, of course, 
They're the greatest thing since sliced pie. The, the, the snow and kept the Ranger fans away, so the Olive fans were loud. And it was, uh, you know, it, it was annoying. It was an annoying loss. I was annoyed, too. But I, uh, we got people in our group, Jim. Adam Bartolo is calling it a, disgr- a disgrace. Disgrace? I mean, it's upsetting, but a disgrace. I mean, I don't know. You lose hockey games all the time. We can't win every game. I know it hurts everybody when we lose to our rivals, but when they beat Chicago a week and a half ago, nobody said a peep. They're the best team in the league. So keep, keep it even kill you morons out there. Well, not morons, but keep it cool, my Ranger brethren slash morons. Let's not get crazy. Let's keep it in perspective. The team is turning it around. They're going to lose. I know it hurts. I know it hurts. I feel it. Listen, yeah, just, I, like yeah. I said, you just you just compound all those things together, and it just it 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 didn't sit well with me. It didn't didn't sit well with me. But in the grand you know in the grand scheme of things, the sun came out the next day. You went and got the bread and milk and headed for Staten Island in the snow. Uh, you know, <laughs> and the trudging on the sled. You had the dogs. I you know I applaud you. You are a true Ranger fan. Anybody first of all, anybody goes to Staten Island. I wouldn't go to Staten Island if it was eighty degrees. Much less going that in a, in a, in a, I mean, you're out there in a blizzard. You've got, you know, you're all bundled up. The huskies are mushing. You're trying to get across the Marizano, and well, I, I applaud you. I mean, did you get the bread and milk? Are you good? That's your cue, by the way. Yeah, yeah I know. I haven't gotten to that. Uh, I haven't gotten to the, uh, the 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 switchboard yet. I still am looking for that thing. I wanted to. Uh, Staten Island. I never had an experience with Staten Island. I've, I've, never, I've only stopped there once. I kind of always drive through it. Yeah, you, you, you get into Staten Island and you run for your life. <laughs> <laughs> well, but Staten Island I did was... give us the great Nick Fatu. So there is that. Yes. That's right. That's right. We did get Nick Fatu. Full to Nick Fatu. Oh, we did get it to you from Staten Island, but yeah, I didn't realize that I was uh, just uh, you know miles away from Big Ange. Oh, yes, Big Ange was who's uh, who's uh, uh, bar the drunken monkey uh, was only about three miles away, and I got I wound up getting a photo op over there. Uh, with uh, Big Ange was not around though, and I know Jim, you wanted to cut the our love consummated, but uh, that was not to be. You are not. There she is. There so, she is, Big. So um, why doesn't it surprise me that she's a, that she's from Staten Island? Why doesn't that surprise me? <laughs> A lot of mafioso. <laughs> And speaking about another Staten Island, Nick Fotiu. Penalties to New York, number 22, Nick Fotiu. And Nick to the Fotiu. Canadians, number 24, Gilles Lupien. Two minutes for delaying the game at seven minutes, 21 seconds. Now, you know that call that uh, that guy just, uh, the French announcer, that delaying the game, that was one of those Fotiu where he... He pulls his sleeves and then he starts doing the like the Marcus of Queensbury and they start skating around for twenty minutes and there's no fight. 
Right. That's what that was probably all about. <laughs> him and Gilles Lupian. So, uh, so Michael Delzato's gone. Interesting uh, enough, uh, my friend, our uh, friend Mandar, uh, who has hated Delzato since probably what game one of his NHL career. <laughs> He hated, uh, I think he hated him when he was in the OHL. I mean, really, he hated Delzato when he was in the womb. I guess. Well, uh, he, he texted me. <laughs> he, 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 he hit you. So, uh, terrible, terrible. Stop it. Stop it. Stop talking about him. <laughs> he, uh, he texted me that the, that the maintenance crew in, at the Predators' home arena there, wherever they play, the Firestone Arena, whatever they play over there, uh, Bridgestone yeah. Arena, that they were reinforcing yeah. the end boards uh, uh, on either side of the net because uh, Delzato never hits the net, so the boards must be reinforced. Yeah. <laughs> so he was all over that. Quiet. That's true. Cali fan also mentioned in the chat room, Jim, Frankie C., who was a big Delzato Fan. He must be on suicide watch as well. Yeah, he probably hung yeah. himself from the Fort Myers Bridge. Yeah, it's <laughs> funny how threw the bed sheet out the window of that mental institution he's living in. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, so that's uh, you know. Listen, here's to you, Staten Island. If we have any fans in Staten Island, we love you, man. But you need oh, to move. We love. Big Staten Island fans. The gateway to Bayonne. One thing I noticed that in, where I live on Long Island, okay, we call it the island. But apparently people from right. Staten Island also call it the island. And I'm like, you don't live on the real island. Ireland's got water and, like, the Hamptons. What does Staten Island have? You know, like, uh, you know, landfill? And what do they have? We we have officially lost our entire Staten Island listenership on tonight's show. Uh, I think they well, they do have some nice houses over there. I mean, I, they do have like some nice houses, but uh, I have no idea what goes on over there. I'm just totally like, uh, you know, I just totally have no idea. You know, I'm a world traveler. You are. There is no but doubt about that. So. Anywho, so the, the Islander loss uh, bothered me. I thought it took a lot of dumb penalties. Um, as I said about the whole Staten Island thing, I got a chance to meet uh, Zuccarello and Broussard. Very nice young men. Very quiet, not very uh, verbose. Uh, um, Broussard, I had a little bit of a tiny rapport with. Um, I said, where's Benoit Pouliot? And he said, not here. I said, of course I know he's not here. I'm just saying, you know, you guys in the line, uh, you know, you're a line. He's like, oh, you mean, oh, Benny? Benny couldn't be here. So apparently his nickname is Benny. Can you believe that? Look at this kind of reporting I did. I get it all. All that. All, call me Scoop Guy for coming up with that one. <laughs> all right. And I am Zach, going to, uh... you're going to speak. <laughs> I'm going to hang up, and I'm going to call you on Skype. So just give me a minute, and I'll be right back. Okay. All right. All right. So Jim is going to go do his switcheroo. Hey, we got a big outdoor game coming up. 
and we'll talk about that in a little bit more. I will be there. I don't know how many of you guys in the chat room are going to be there. I'm going to be for the Devils game. I'm not going to that the weekend, the weekday game on Wednesday. I mean, I'm not even working anymore. I'm still not going on a Wednesday. Who's, who decided to schedule an outdoor game at night on a Wednesday against the Islanders? So, uh, tickets are still on sale for that. I, I, I'm a little weary about how, the, the, uh, how many people they're going to get for that on the game. I know everybody will go to the first one. So, so it'll be interesting. I do have tickets. I will be at that Island the Devil game very early, very early. I mean, not the Devil game, yes. So, uh, so the Rangers have made some, you know, they make a little move there. I think it's going to be a good move. Uh, I think it's going to be addition by subtraction. And let's get back to Jim, who's probably live. Jim, you live. Jim. Jim. Oh. How are you, my friend? Hello again, every- hello again, everyone. Yeah, so this is uh, this is good. This is a good thing tonight. Rangers take on the St. Louis Blues, and uh, yeah. you know, Blues, Blues who had been, had been very good, and they're starting to cool off a little. Not cool off a little, but they've been struggling. They've had problems in goal, Jim. I don't know if you knew that. Brian Elliott uh, has been struggling of late, and the Halak has not been the Halak of the past. But they have a good team, a good young team, so we'll see what happens tonight. Um, so we wanted to, Jim, maybe you do the announcement. You're better at these announcements than I am. I kind of teased it a little. Uh, but uh, perhaps you can, uh, can, can do the actual announcement. Jim will be leaving the show. Now, Sunday, we got the big stadium series coming up. Got the Rangers and Devils on Sunday at Yankee Stadium. The house that Ego built up there in the Bronx and then followed up by Wednesday's game at Yankee Stadium against the Islanders. Or if you look at their their stadium series jerseys, if you ask me, it's the Giants. We've got these two big stadium series games. They're taking the game to the elements, going outdoors in the Bronx with the drive-bys and fires and everything else. I can hear Howard Cosell Ladies and gentlemen, the Bronx is burning. But, the Bronx is burnt. <laughs> but I digress. Sunday's game, 12.30 Eastern, 10.30 Mountain Standard Time, which is where us Arizonians currently reside. <laughs> we will have a viewing party at 10.30 in the morning. The details are on our Facebook page. It is at Mesa Tri-City 3468, the Fraternal Order of Eagles. We'll be gathering to watch the game on the big screen. But even better than that, one Edward Arthur Geick will be in attendance at the game on Sunday. And even better than that, we will be doing a live, live, as Bill O'Reilly once said, or is it Bill Riley? Is it O'Reilly or Bill Riley? It's O'Reilly, right? Bill O'Reilly. Yeah. 
Bill O'Reilly. We'll do it live. A live broadcast from Yankee, from outside Yankee Stadium. Eddie will dodge a hail of gunfire. <laughs> yes. It goes our, it goes our Bronx contingent. I've only got two aliens left. Yeah, alienating all the boroughs tonight. We will be broadcasting live. I will. Uh, we will start the show. What time did we decide we're going to start the show? We're going to start at ten thirty Sunday morning Eastern Time. Ten thirty. Yes. Okay. And I will First begin all, broadcasting at eight thirty Sunday morning Arizona time. So the Arizona contingent, you are welcome to join me at the viewing party at eight thirty. We will have. We will have technological setup so that you can actually listen to the show while I, while I am broadcasting. We will set up. We'll have breakfast. We are going to have breakfast burritos cooked by my good friend, Mr. Brian Atwell. And then we will have wow. uh, all kinds of beer uh, specials. We'll have happy hour going. We got the big screen, the projector, brand new projector being put in. Just in time for the big game on Sunday. It's going to be an epic day as the Rangers take on the Three Brothers Pizza hockey team from looking at their jerseys. The, the Team Italy. <laughs> yes, that uh, Team Italy jerseys. The Knights of Columbus. The, Christmas, <laughs> the, Columbus, the Christmas ornament uniform, whatever they call it. Yeah, I don't know. I... Uh, I saw the stadium jerseys for the Rangers. I, I'm not all hot on them. They're just kind of like... Uh, you know what they are? They're kind of a combination of the Liberty jersey and the road jersey from the 80s. They're kind of a combination of the two. They're okay. They're, I... They're not as I, I don't think they're as nice as the Winter Classic jersey that they came up with a couple of years ago, uh, but I don't know. Maybe their options were kind of they, yeah, little little Wolfpack Cali fans, right? They're they're kind of wolf. Yeah, they're a little Wolfpacky. Yeah, they're Wolfpacky. Um, so yeah, I think if you put the Wolfpack jersey, if you take the Wolfpack jersey, add the Liberty jersey, and add the the '80s road jersey, if you put them all together you'd get something like what they're wearing for these stadium series jerseys. Uh, personally, I would have liked to have seen a, a blue winter classic jersey, maybe in the heritage blue, but since they have to be the away team for these two games, which is absolutely fucking ridiculous, don't get me started on that, uh, they have to wear a white jersey. So, But a, a heritage blue of the winter classic jersey, I think, would have been nice. Can I but, ask uh, you guys – I wanted to ask you this um, – for this for this stadium series, where does the money go? Like, who gets the bulk of the money? How is that divvied up? That's a good question. I mean, because technically this is a Devils home game. So do the Devils, uh, are the gate receipts split? Or do the, you know, what about the concessions? You know, who gets that? Right. That's a good question, actually. That, well, I don't know. I don't know. Does the NHL? I mean, is it? It, sound, it does sound like a sounds like a Fonzie scheme. Sounds like a Fonzie scheme. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> speaking of which, we haven't even touched upon it. Our former uh, oh, Napoleon complex. 
I can change. I'll have to you change. You have made me very angry. Very <laughs> angry indeed. Sorry. Uh, what I can change. <laughs> I need the Rocky speech from Rocky Fourth. I could change, and you could change. That everybody could change. What a, I just, uh, you know what? Good riddance. He's all yours, Riot Town. He's all yours. He's all yours. Yeah. The gong show has begun. And then at the end, they'll bring out Dad, uh, Gene Gene, the dancing machine, and then it'll be all over. You'll have had enough of him. Speaking, of, of, speaking, of, those, speaking of those two idiots up in Vancouver, I thought, of a, I thought of a great name for the Rangers power play that, that, only, that only a select, well, not a select few, but let me put it this way. Only Game of Thrones fans are going to get the reference. But the new name for the Rangers power play is the Unsullied. <laughs> the Unsullied. Very good. They're officially, they're officially the Unsullied. You were brilliant. That is a brilliant merging of the, the hockey world and the Game of Thrones world and the Rangers world. I love it. The Unsullied. <laughs> well, you figure that, uh, you know, uh, the, the little man, the little Ginzo would go nuts after they lost nine games in a row and then pull this nonsense, which basically was so stupid. Because Calgary put out a tough line, their fourth line, and so he had to do in kind, and then there was a line brawl and the whole thing, and then he went after the, the, the coach, Bob Hartley, and... Uh, What's the big deal? What's yeah, the big deal? In his crazy mind, he thinks he's going to—he's getting the team some jump. He's sparking the team. Well, guess what? He's losing like fucking $80,000 or whatever he's losing for the two weeks. He's missing. Change your fucking discipline here now. Yeah. There's the man. That's the man. Speaking out his ass again. I'm so glad we don't have him anymore. I don't know what to, I just had to bring it up. I don't think we even mentioned oh, his name. We've got to talk about it. I hit the real name because we we try not to do that. But uh, another another gong show, another ridiculous nonsense. Distract you from what really going on is the total distraction. I see Henrik Sedin also lost his uh, his Iron Man record that he was like fifth all time. Uh, welcome to Torch's yeah. World. You're going to be here every week. Yeah, exactly. All right. So enough <laughs> of that, Ben. The, uh, the buffoon. And, uh, the, uh, boy, a Cambino there. The great Cambino loses the game against the Islanders. And uh, now all of a sudden, uh, now everybody's like, why are we still having every game? You know, like, you can't please these, uh, the, the lower-end Ranger fans. Uh, we should have started Henrik. But well, you know, the shampoo flu. I know he had the shampoo flu. He had the the head and shoulders. Yeah, he sniffing the head, shoulders, and he got a cold. What was the uh, and, uh, what What was the game before that that Talbot played? You love well, you love Talbot. Lawrence Talbot. Do you know who Lawrence Talbot is? 
Everybody oh, knows that. Ottawa. Obviously, it was the last game he put. Made 29 saves on 30 shots. The Alabama Slammer. The Gold Buster. <laughs> the Great Cambino. That's right. The Huntsville Horror. I That's mean, right. Yeah, I, I have a Gold Buster. I don't know. I'm making up things now. Uh, oh, but, yeah, Larry, uh, Lawrence Talbot was the Wolfman. Very good. Sorry. Jump in fast enough. He played. He was. He was terrific against Ottawa. So, Zach is asking me, Eddie, do you see the suit Al Troutwick is wearing? I'm doing a radio show here. I don't watch the TV and do a show. I I'm 100% focused, Zach. You know this from the old days. And why would I watch that ridiculous show anyway? All we're going to talk about is the other team and how great St. Louis is and Alex Steen. Oh, oh the Alex Steen, Gene Schwartz. Oh, Vladimir Tarasenko's got the flu, Sam. Oh, they're so Oh, everything, how bad the other team's injuries are and woe is me about, oh, God, what a great job they've done. I'll tell you, they're going to go on all night tonight. I was trout wig. I'll trout face. Joe McAletti's old, is that who he played for? To probably show career highlights. Oh, yeah. Did Micheletti did play for the Blues? Yeah, he did. He was an offensive defenseman. So, uh, good for him. And I looked at, good for you. Good for you. So, uh, so we'll see what's going to go on. And, uh, Joe McAletti with a storied six-year career. He did play at WHA, too, I think, too, as well, with the Edmonton Oilers. That is correct. Look oh, at you. You are on your game. Uh, you know. On your game. I know it's surprisingly, surprisingly more than I really should know about the World Hockey Association. So I don't know, I don't know why that is. You are a WHA laureate. I'll give you that much. Yeah. I don't know what that wins me, but I'll take it. Um <laughs> We've got a phone Get your call. house is in Staten that? Island. <laughs> is this somebody that's... Yeah. Well, Jesus. <laughs> and the armed guards are on there. I think he used to call in from 917. All right, let's see. What, Zach, is this you? 917-440, nope. you're on the air. Hey, guys, what's up? This is Frank on, on the island. What's going on, man? First time call up. Which Frank? island? Long Island. <laughs> Long Island. There you go. <laughs> well, Frank, I'm glad you could join us tonight. What kind of uh, range of conversation would you like to partake in? No, uh, actually, I'm, I'm I'm very excited that they actually started to play well. I, I I know everybody set that benchmark at 20 games in the beginning of the year, but I, I had a feeling it would take a little longer than that. And to see them actually starting to gel and be fun now when I come home to watch them play, um, right in time for the stadium series. I'm, I'm pretty excited, and I think uh, hopefully the second half they'll they'll keep this up. You know, who knows what could happen in the second half. Just a break now. This Olympic break is going to suck. That's the only problem. And I totally agree with you. Now they score four goals. They give up a goal. All right, the Islander game was a little, you know, that was an aberration, aberration hopefully. Uh, you know, they kind of, uh, you know, they're f- the power play, it's, I'm anticipating the power play. I'm, I'm getting psyched for it. I'm getting back on the edge of my seat. Uh, they've got, they're rolling two really good offensive lines. When was the last time they rolled two good offensive lines? 
Can anybody Probably remember? 94. <laughs> That's what everybody I ask says the same thing, 94. Uh, so, yeah, things are good. It's a fun game to watch when, you know, compared to what we've been treated to with the previous two coaches. I mean, yeah, you, you know, the odd. It's ahead, not that that style of play that you're like, all right, they go up one nothing and or they're down one nothing and you're just waiting for something to happen. It's it's it, they play an up up and down style. I, I'm loving the way they play. And, and look, I'm going on the record right now. I didn't think the previous coach should have got fired. I kind of thought he was finally getting the team where he wanted. But now seeing the way AV coaches, how he is with the media, how he runs the team, it, it's much more of a pleasure to watch watch them and even listen to him. You know, in in the post and pregame interviews now, he's not acting like a a douche with the media. Yeah, no, uh, I, I oh, go ahead, Jim. I'm just agreeing with Frank. He handles himself with class and a little humor. He doesn't take himself too seriously. You know, he speaks his mind. He's not afraid to answer a question. It's refreshing, good or bad, whatever the answer is. It's refreshing to get a little a little a little snippet out of the coach instead of, you know, don't ask me that. Don't push me. I'm not going to answer that. Next question. You know, I got to get the bread and milk, all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's certainly uh more, a more retreat. And it, the styles were so drastically different that, and I'm, I'm with Frank. I thought they would get it straightened out a lot earlier, but they didn't. And they they finally have been able to get it together, and then and what I see, I like. But they again, yeah. like any system, they got to come to play, and I really didn't think they came to play in that Allen the game at all. Nah, and you know what? Again, like Jim, you, you said it before, it just fucking sucks losing to the Isles. I was so pissed off when they were on on Tuesday night, and I was actually looking. I worked down in the city, so I actually went over to Bryant Park on Tuesday to see the whole uh, that that event that they were doing. It was kind of funny. The Islanders really rolled out the uh, the big shots and their alumni with Eric Karens, Pat Flatley, and, and Glenn Healy. And we got Leach, we got Leach Richter, all, Maloney, and Boomer skating around. It was, a, it was hysterical. The, the Islanders rolled out three guys that played for the Rangers. And, and right, basically. The Devils, you know, with all their you – know, God, it kills me, but all their success that they had, the best they could do was Jim Dowd, Ken Danico, and, and – Brent Marsh, some other guy, Marsh, I never even heard of him before, but it was, it was a fun event, and I'm happy uh, leading up to the series they're actually playing well. I'm actually going to be the maniac that's going to be sitting out there Wednesday freezing my balls off, but what are you going to oh, do? Oh, boy. God I, bless. I actually just got tickets today on one of the secondary websites because nobody wants to go to that game for 40 bucks. That's in the bleach deal. Yeah, awesome. 40 bucks in the bleaches. You know what? Why not? Oh, of course. you got to do it. Is tonight the game in L.A.? Is that tonight? Saturday. Oh, Saturday is the game in L.A. Yeah, okay. I'm surprised Frances is not talking about it all day, about how hot it's going to be over there on Saturday, because that's all we had to hear today was how cold it, how, how it's going to snow on Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> yeah, you know, speaking of that, I'm glad you, I'm glad you mentioned that, because you reminded me of something I wanted to say. Uh, I think we lost Eddie off the switchboard, so... Uh, but, you know, Roger Goodell did an interview with the with the Daily News the other day. And, of course, you know, they were asking him, well, what about, you know, bad weather playing outdoors? And he says, you know, he says, our game was meant to be played outdoors. He says, I don't understand it. He says, the NHL is an indoor game. They take their game outside, 
to play in the elements, and everybody thinks it's brilliant. We do the same thing with an outdoor game, and we're idiots. He says, I don't understand that. You didn't hear one person complaining about the Winter Classic, about anything. It's amazing how I think – we're not going to hear about Sherman. We're not going to hear – we're going to hear about two weeks leading up to the Super Bowl, the weather, and it's going to be sickening. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Uh, hold on a second. I'm, I'm just waiting, looking to see if Eddie's – okay, if, Eddie's If not. you get a chance, I don't, I don't want to make this into a football show, but you, did you see the YouTube of him opening up the Super Bowl gift packet that they give you when you walk in the – when you get into the building? No. I'll have, oh, to, I'll have to it, check that out. It, it, it's, it, it's, it's, it's pure – it's hysterical. You, he has no idea. It, 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 he tries to put earmuffs on that aren't the earmuffs that go over your head, the one that go around your head. Oh, I heard about that. I, I, I did hear about that, I, I, but I didn't watch the video. Ah, <laughs> uh, you got it. it, it it's, it's classic. That's, I'll have to check it out. All right, Frank, well, well uh, we appreciate you calling in, and we hope you'll call in again. We're going to take another call. Absolutely, guys. Go Rangers tonight. All right, we'll talk to you soon, Frankie. Take care. All right. So I see Eddie is back in the chat room, but not on the switchboard. So I got Justin on hold. I'm going to bring Justin on. Justin will be at the big viewing party on Sunday. How are you, Justin? Hey, what's up, man? What's up? Not too much. Just driving home. What's going on? Just, uh, just talking about... The Rangers. <laughs> oh, is that what we're doing? And the Super Bowl. Shit. Fuck, I think I called them the wrong program. Oh, do you want to talk about Greg Maddox? <laughs> yeah, losing to the Yankees. <laughs> Can we talk about Tanaka? No, Sinaka? no oh, we okay. can't. So, uh, uh, what, what's your take? with Eddie, what do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? The Islander game, Tortorella, Vino, the Delzato trade, the stadium series, the big viewing party. What, what do you want to talk about? I don't know. So much to cover, so little time. Um, well, the Islanders game, I mean, what can you say? We we blew that big time. But um, the, uh, I still think the Delzato trade was poor asset management. No one agrees with me because everyone hates him, but... You know, I, I still think that we should have, we, we could have got more, maybe not right at this minute, but if we would have held or waited out a little bit longer, yeah, we have to, had to put up with some of his nonsense on the ice, sure. But, I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I feel like a guy who put up 40 points to the D-man twice, you know, a little bit more valuable than, than that. I don't know. Well, but I mean... Maybe if they'd have tried to trade him in September, but he, he's done absolutely nothing to improve his trade value from the start of the season. It, it wasn't going to get any better. And, and Vino didn't trust him enough to give him the ice, the ice time to, to try and improve his game. It just wasn't happening. It, it was over. It was done. You know, we got to move on. Yeah, well, hopefully the guy we got can fill in and be solid, you know. Eddie, are you back? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I was just going to say, I wanted to tell uh, Frank that uh, I heard Glenn Healy looked really bad. 
He looked like uh, he had aged like 40 years. Wait a minute. Really? Been 20 years. Yeah, he looked really bad. Is this Justin on the wind phone? Yes. Uh, <laughs> and what does Justin have to say? Uh, I was just talking about the Delzato deal. Um, but, uh, it, it's, yeah, it's kind of upsetting. I, I wish we could have got more, really, but I guess it is what it is, you know. What are you going to get for the guy? I mean, he, other than he's young, that's all he's got going for him. Well, yeah, he also had two 40-point seasons. You know, I just – a 23-year-old defenseman who can put up 40-point seasons are kind of hard to come by, you know? So okay, if you get bread and milk for him. Well, I mean, what, yeah, he hasn't done much, but, I mean – I got to get the bread and milk. We haven't played him on the – he also I gotta get the bread of milk. I gotta get the bread of milk. I gotta get the bread of milk. They said snow. I gotta get the bread of milk. Oh my god. I gotta get the bread of milk. I gotta get the bread of milk. Oh my god. Sorry, Jeff. Jim has been Jim has been cueing me all I show long for that on. I finally came through for him. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just sucks. It, I, I feel like they could have done a better job, you know, trying to get rid of him at a different time. Or, But it is what it is. As long as this guy can fill in and play good defense, that's all I really care about uh, at this point. You know, Justin, first fight, he gets it and beats the pulp out of some guy. Run him along, please. Everybody's True. Yeah. Plus, yeah. Plus, I don't have to hear the fans bitch about him anymore, which is nice. Um, I hope we beat the fucking piss out of the Islanders and the fucking Devils in this stadium series because I'm so fucking sick and tired of losing those fucking bummy ass fucks. I can't beat them. They can't beat the Islanders. The guard which annoys me. And they can't beat the well, Devils. Period. Yeah. Well, maybe the Yankee Stadium ice will provide us some good luck. Yeah, you that or some used steroid needles around. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we, we can bring A-Rod as a trainer. He needs a new job, right? <laughs> That's right, A-Rod for trainer. I like the way you think. There you go. <laughs> All right, Justin, so, get out of here, animal. Get out of here. All right, Justin. All right, enough of him. Brian Dubinsky, five shots on goal in this game. Brian Dubinsky. Brian Dubinsky. (laughs) Sorry. That was an old one. I just found it. Anyway, yeah, so we've got less than, uh, we got like a minute left in this broadcast. Jim, thanks again for joining me. I love you. I love you like a brother. Always a lot of fun. Thanks to the chat room. You got Brock. And and I will speak to you Sunday morning. Sunday morning. And uh, catch us here again uh, with the happy recap probably Monday. Yeah. Okay. All right. Enjoy the game tonight. Good night, everybody.